Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today's episode is a little different from the rest, partly because it was not planned. Um, the subject for today, which we'll get into in just a sec, I've been hedging around because it's something I like talking about, but a success podcast is not the platform to really talk about it too much in depth. However, a lot of my financial experts are beginning to voice their concerns about this subject. So I figured we should talk about it at least a little bit. Before we dive into that, though, let's talk about the the the, 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 the difference between a recession and a depression. And there's lots of ways you can differentiate the two. One is length and one is in scope. And I'm going to use the scope kind of definition. Uh, a recession, you might have to skip going... Uh, out to eat and you might lose your job and you might have to pinch your um, budget just a little bit. A depression, it, you might have to wonder if you are going to get food tomorrow. Are we going into a recession or a depression? I don't know. Is it likely? I don't know. Is it possible? Probably. So with all of that said, today's topic is investing in hard times. And I'm going to bounce around a lot with this episode um, because we could hard times could include a minor recession. It could include all the way up to super horrific, massive country invading your country, uh, massive food shortages, horrific end of the world kind of stuff. And I'm going to talk about preparedness and also making money because this is a success podcast. And as unfortunate as it is, the best time to make money is in the worst of times. That's when the, there's all the opportunity. How you make money is you meet a need in the market. Rockefeller has a quote that goes along the lines of, The way to make money is to buy when there is blood in the streets. When everyone else is panicking, when everyone else is going, Oh no, things are falling apart, we're all screwed. That's the best time to make money if you don't get knocked out in pursuit of it. So let's dive right in. What is the first thing you should do in preparation for hard times, whether it's recession or depression? One, get out of motherfucking debt. I've hammered it plenty of times in previous episodes, but debt is the reason why people get knocked out in times of recession. Overleveraging is when you get screwed during recessions. And, and in fact, this is the reason why debt is a two-edged sword. Because it works great until it doesn't. When the market is humming along, looking great, everybody's excited. Debt is a fantastic tool. But the moment people stop wanting to... The moment people are more nervous, that's when debt becomes a very dangerous enemy because your payments don't care if there's a recession going on. They insist on getting paid. So that's the first thing that you need to focus on, getting out of debt. The second one is food storage. So traditional financial advice always includes talking about having a rainy day account, a emergency fund, and that's all great for um, when you have a personal emergency, like for instance, you lose your job 
if you have three months savings, it's not an instant emergency. And it's good for recession kind of deals because there's a good chance that you might lose your job during recession and you might have a hard time finding a new one. If we go into a major massive depression, you can't eat money. And this is actually a bent that uh, Robert Kawasaki has been on. You know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad guy? I just did a book review on his. Go check that one out. Um, his bit right now has been, invest. you should be investing in tuna. Because if things ever get super, super bad, you can't eat gold, you can't eat silver, you can't eat the stock market, but you can eat tuna. So you should invest in having a food storage. And in fact, before you ever consider investing in any of the three fields of investing, stocks or the, the stock market, uh, real estate or business, you should have some sort of in, some sort of food storage. And it doesn't have to be a whole lot. And it doesn't have to be overly complicated. My food storage is a couple 50-pound bags of rice and a couple 50-pound bags of beans. Is it a glamorous? Absolutely not. Did it only cost me a couple hundred bucks? Yeah. Am I going to be living the high life if the everything goes super far south? No. Am I not going am I going to starve? No. And that's the point. So it can be as simple as that or you can make it more complicated if you have excess funds to make it more complicated. And I'm not saying that making it more complicated is bad. I'm just trying to hammer home how simple it can be. So that's what you should do in preparation for hard times. Now we're going to switch into making money in the hard times. And the reason why step one is important and having food storage is important is because when the blood is in the streets, if you are prepared, everything's great. You're like, ah, the market is on sale. It's time to buy some stuff and make a whole bunch of money. Because unless the world completely falls apart, the market is always going to bounce back. And even if the world completely fell apart, the market's still going to bounce back. It just might take a really long time. So the people who are prepared shall not fear. So if you have food storage, if you're out of debt, if you are liquid, if you have cash available for investing, a recession is a great time because you get to, that's when you get to make the money. You, the way to make money is to buy when blood is in the streets. This is the purpose of a war chest back in the day. When things get rough, you have all of this money, you have this gasoline to put the pedal to the metal and show the world who's boss. So let's make some money in this recessionary time hypothetical recessionary time period, because I don't know if we are or not. First thing, this is actually real quick, just to kind of segue between the two topics. Fruit trees. I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but planting a fruit tree is one of the single greatest ROA, ROIs that you can have financially. A fruit tree costs, any, depending on how mature it is, anywhere from like 15 bucks to 100 bucks. Let's say it's an apple tree. How much is a bag of apples? It might take a couple of, the, of years for the tree to reach maturity, but once the tree is mature... How many bags of apples are you going to get from that one couple dozen dollar investment? Now, if you don't like apples, obviously don't do apples, but a fruit tree is one of the greatest ROIs on your money that you can do. The moment you buy any sort of property, you should plant at least a couple of fruit trees. 
So that's just kind of a side tangent. Let's dive into actually making money during hard times and what fields are most compatible with recessionary periods. So during hard times, people cut the excess. If your business is selling little widgets that are flashy and are completely useless, your business is going to collapse during a hard time period. People only buy necessities during rough periods. So uh, your industry, your business, your employment will fare better, not necessarily fare great and not necessarily be immune to hard times, but it will fare better if it's a necessity-based field. So just some examples. Medical. People are still going to get sick. People are still going to get injured. People are still going to get old and need nursing home assistance. And this goes for the entire scale from minor recession to end of the world depression. Um, buildings. Uh, people who build things, whether it's building buildings, building um, equipment and tools, guys who fix those said things of importance. Right? If your roof has a hole in it, it doesn't matter if things are going a little rough for you, you're still going to try and find a way to pay somebody to at least put a patch on it. So if you're a roofer, you're obviously you are going to fare better than a, just to stay in the same genre, a, a landscape architect. P mechanics, people are still going to need their cars repaired. Handyman, electric, electricians, all the things that make society run are still needed. Financial services, you still have to pay your taxes even if you're um, struggling to find a job. And all of the mortgage people, they're not they're going to be buried because everybody's over leveraged. So they're going to be very secure in their employment. And then the last two are kind of, uh, well, the last one is food production. And then we'll talk about the la the second, the second to last one's food production. We'll talk about the last one here in a sec. So food production, this is actually, so I will admit I am on the prepper side of the scale. Um, food production will always, no matter how rough things get, uh, whether it's minor recession or big depression, food production is always going to be a required industry. And this is why a lot of my um, entrepreneurial ventures have been related to food production and other necessity fields. Because I know no matter how things go, no matter what the world throws at me, my businesses will probably be okay. So back to the prepper side of things, make sure you have a garden, be able to produce food, store food. Um, and if you want to make money, food production is a great way to make money. Now, you can't do industrial agriculture to make money. It's not profitable, but there's lots of ways to make money as a farmer, even in urban settings. There's Curtis Stone, the urban farmer is one of my big business mentors that I like to follow. Joel Salatin is another one. I'm going to, I actually recorded several books of his that I don't plan on releasing anytime soon, which we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, so food production, super useful. Uh, that industry is never going away, no matter how rough things get, or even if things go great, food production will always be around. And then the last one is whiskey, alcohol. If 
things completely, even if things completely fall apart, people still want their vices. Alcohol. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so I obviously don't drink alcohol, but the vast majority of the world does. So it's an industry that is considered recessionary proof. So that's kind of the bulk of this episode. And the, the purpose of me doing this episode is just that while I don't necessarily think that things are going to get bad anytime soon, or even, and I also have no idea how bad they could get. It could be just a minor recession. It's a subject that I have an expertise on, so I figured I would share it. And because my financial experts are also talking about their nervousness of it, I figured I probably should share it. And since I recorded this episode, and since we're on this particular topic, I have a, a super pre-announcement. So I have been preparing for this project for years, and it's just been a super quiet one, but this, is, this project is where my actual real expertise lies. My success expertise, my health expertise, these are all byproducts of this main project. And what it is, is I, my working title for it is the Zion House Project. And I'm not supposed to be in, or I had no intention of announcing it anytime soon because it's not ready. But since I'm on the subject, the Zion House Project is I have designed a super house that is affordable 21st century lifestyle that is completely self-sufficient. And this can, and it can be scaled all the way up to homestead level self-sufficiency where you have cattle and chickens and a garden and solar panels and all of that to a suburban backyard level of self-sufficiency. And while apartments can't become solely self-sufficient, there's a lot of the stuff in this project that I've been working on that even people in apartments can do. So I figured I'd just mention it here. I am nowhere near ready to actually announce it and talk about it, but I will eventually be making a podcast for the Zion House Project. I will be making YouTube videos, and I have already started making TikTok videos. So if you're interested in self-reliance, self-sufficiency, homesteading, alternative technologies, if you're interested in any of those, you might check out my TikTok, which is just Nathan Dickinson, and I'm just barely beginning to unveil this project that I've been working on for years. So yeah, the Zion House Project is basically just a way to make a 21st century lifestyle completely self-sufficient, off-grid, on-grid, uh, and just make living more affordable. Because this was my escape plan for getting out of the rat race originally is if I just cut all of my expenses down to zero, then it doesn't matter if I can't make a bunch of money. My expenses are zero. So that's the Zion House Project. I figured I'd just mention it since we're kind of on a related subject to it. And if you want to check out my TikTok, it's Nathan Dickinson. If you want to check out my book, The Blueprint of Wealth, link is down below. And if you want to get in contact with me, contact with uh, contact me on Instagram at Nathan Dickinson. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. With that, I will see you all next week where we will talk about real estate, which is the subject we were supposed to talk about today. But we'll do that next week, and I'll see you all next week.